Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Junior. And I'm Tito. And we're the, the Nerdy, Nerdy Bros. Bros. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is now December 2nd. Correct. Right? Yep. I've All been right. 29 for one month. Hooray. <laughs> At least you're not 30. Nah, not yet. Thank not God. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's all downhill from... No, I'm just kidding. According to Blink-182, it's all downhill after 23, because nobody likes you when you're 23. Okay. Um, that was a long time ago. That was, yeah. But it's still a fantastic song. People <laughs> still remember it. I'm pretty sure every time somebody turns... At 22, you play Taylor Swift's song, 22. Yeah. Pretty sure when I turned 22, uh, that song was on repeat for a good like eight I th- hours. I think that came out just before I turned 22. Yeah. I... Uh, I remember at the bar, I'm pretty sure I played it like three times. And it, yeah, it was definitely the theme song for the day. Uh, but yeah, and then at 23, you just play Nobody Likes You When You're 23. I don't think I've actually heard that song. By Blink-182? Yeah. That's not good. Um, anyways, yeah, so uh, it's December. And we've gotten a, a couple snowy nights, but it's still been relatively... I think it's snowed... Last night, and then it just, saw, was just all gone. Yeah, you know, yeah, because I I couldn't sleep last night. I was having trouble sleeping, and I woke up at like four in the morning. I'm pretty sure it was snowing, or there was snow outside. But then, yeah, in the like in the morning, morning it was gone. I know we've had a lot of a lot of frost window days, but <clears throat> like not too many. There was only there's only been one day where I've had to drive, like with some slick roads. But yeah, beyond that, we're in December. Uh uh, we've got we've got a nice episode lined up for you guys today, but as always at the beginning of the episode, I like to do something of a segment called Junior's Hot Take, and this is the part of the episode where I ask Junior about something new and upcoming and get his hot take or fresh opinion on it. And uh, this week, I want to ask you about WandaVision, because it's supposed to air in this month. Oh yeah? Did you know when it's coming out? I do not. I just know it's supposed to air. I mean, I feel like it's going to be on Disney+, and we've been pretty up to date on the Mandalorian. So as yes. long as we're still keeping up to date, I'm pretty sure we'll see when that'll come out. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it, but I want, I want to know what, what, what are you thinking about it? Like I'm going to watch it, but I don't know if I'm like, I don't know if I'm like super excited like about it. Cause I know that like ever since like, uh, the like infinity war, uh, like infinity war and end game movies. Now they're like moving into, I think it's phase four. I think that's what they're moving into now in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So now they're doing like spinoffs. Like I think it's uh, what um, Bucky and uh, Falcon Falcon are getting their spinoff show also on Disney Plus. Except Falcon's not going to be Captain America. Yes. Um, and then WandaVision <clears throat> with um, Scarlet Witch and Vision, which. Obviously, if you watch the movies, then you know Vision's dead. So, I'm assuming that this is all in Wanda's mind. Yeah. So the the thing I kind of like about it, again, uh, when it comes to more of the comic lore, I tend to be a little more well versed than uh, than Junior is. Not that he's not interested. Just uh, I've I've just really deep dive into a lot of that. Um, yeah. So with uh, with both the the winter soldier and with Falcon, they actually both there's, there's two iterations where they both do end up becoming Captain America for Mm -hmm. a time. Uh, it was definitely a toss up. No one knew for sure who was going to get the shield after kind of cap left in the movies and he gave it to Falcon, which is actually really cool. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what their spinoff show is supposed to be about. 
like kind of I think his coming of like I was about to say coming of age story if that's not true it's more of like well like coming of Captain America age I guess yeah like taking over the mantle yeah 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 so that's yeah that's gonna be on them and it's also kind of funny because both uh, Falcon and uh, Bucky or the Winter Soldier kind of like butt heads between like who's really Cap's best friend in the movies which mm-hmm. I thought was funny but the yeah the WandaVision one I'm I'm a little more excited for that one because I I I do really want to see where where they go with that cuz like even though they weren't allowed to say it in the the MCU both the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver RIP to Quicksilver I still hate so much that he got killed right away in Age of Ultron but they're X-Men or at the very least they're they're the children of Magneto so actually uh, Quicksilver starts off as kind of like an antagonist and Wanda's more, I don't want to say she's an anti-hero, but she's not necessarily a villain. Uh, her powers tend to screw with her own head. So she's kind of like, uh, like off the beaten path. So she, she struggles with a lot of like, I'm pretty sure she has uh, like mental stability issues in, uh, in the comics. So I feel like they're going to kind of deep dive on like that and that's kind of what WandaVision is is her psyche starting to maybe break a little bit after losing Vision who like I, she already lost her brother and now she lost her well, yeah. like boyfriend like I know some people were a little upset that like <clears throat> Natasha Romanoff and uh, Bruce Banner were kind of having like a romance because I mean Bruce Banner his like romantic partner is supposed to be the general's daughter which they they do in the Hulk movies but then it seems like now it's Natasha. So whatever, whether or not you like that, I, that's not really canon. Doesn't really according. matter anymore yeah. because Natasha's dead. Yeah, even uh, though we still haven't gotten her movie, yeah, should have come which out. Which we a long time really ago. want. Uh, so that's not really canon. But Vision and Wanda are definitely a couple in the in the comics, and they actually end up having twins uh, in a very convoluted sense. It's not like a normal pregnancy. Yeah, I because I asked you about it because I'm like, how yeah. does that happen when Vision's like not a human? Well, yeah, he's like, and I think it, it actually probably would be better explained in the movies than it does in the in the comic. I mean, because he's an android, but the way they do it in the movie, I mean, Krillin it, and the android have a kid too. So I don't know how that happens either. Well, androids are supposed to be like humanoid robots like i'm talking about dragon ball z yeah obviously cyborgs are humans that have like uh uh, a cyborg uh, is like a half human half robot yeah they have robot like enhancements and stuff like that so androids supposed to they're supposed to be closer to humans or supposed to be made to kind of like think like humans yeah i'm not really sure how they end up doing that but yeah krillin and android 18 yes definitely have a daughter also i love that they just she never gets a name it's just android 18 yeah um but yeah, so I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Like, yeah. obviously, because Vision did die in uh, Infinity War, yeah, I, don't I really, think I really they're like go with their twins. I really like the actor, uh, Paul uh, Bettany. Bettany, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Um, like he's been in other stuff that we like, uh, like A Knight's Tale. we yes. talked about before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but love him uh, there. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. But like, it like of the two that are supposed to be coming out soon, like I'm, I'm more excited about like the captain america one but actually speaking about disney plus just because you brought up the mandalorian real quick uh that is getting really really good yes we got ahsoka in the last episode and the child got a name yeah but how did you feel about the name? grogu it's fine it's fine it's not like 
I mean, it's not Yoda's just well known, but it's not like yeah, when I mean, you heard yeah. Yoda, you're like, that is the coolest name I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you're just everyone, gonna get used to it eventually. Everyone called him Baby. Like, I yeah, think everyone that's, just kept calling him Baby Yoda. And well, it was that's because never Baby Yoda. No one knows what that race of beings is supposed yeah. to be called. It was never once mentioned. Yeah, I know. George, George Lucas gave uh, Dave Filoni and um, shit. His name is escaping me. He's also like part of the MCU. Ah, fuck. I can't remember his name. Is it like one of the directors for the yes. Mandalorian? Yeah, okay. he like he's like one of the creators um, for the Mandalorian. It's not one of the brothers, is it? No. No, he, this guy's like also an actor. He's he's the oh. one that plays uh, ha- uh, Happy. Happy? Yeah, in Spider-Man. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his John Favreau. Oh, okay. John, John Favreau. Favreau is behind the man, or is part of like being behind the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. But what they gave him like, like the rights to call Baby Yoda whatever they wanted, or what? No, no, no. The race and everything. Oh, they, they like since since nobody knows like what race like Yoda or now the child Grogu is. Uh, George Lucas gave them like he gave them powers over the Mandalorian. They're like, whatever you do in the Mandalorian will become canon. So like, if they bring back uh, Boba Fett, like that will become canon. Which well, but they did bring him back. Like not to I don't I mean I don't know if we want to do too many spoilers or anything. Like not really is like a they didn't bring him back as a big character, but you you saw him. Well, that's the thing. It well it hasn't been like verified. It's, it's just speculation at this point. It's him. They got. It is the, I'm pretty sure it was the same exact actor. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it was the armor too. But I'm just saying. Oh, it, uh, yeah, I don't it know hasn't been that, confirmed. You just saw. Well, you just saw like. I mean, you, you essentially you saw Jango Fett's face, but yeah. Jango Fett and you saw, was Timothy the, Oliphant was wearing Jango Fett's armor. Yeah, and he used wait Jango Fett's, Bo- Boba Fett's yeah, armor. Say. Boba Fett, uh, Jango Fett. Yeah. And Django Fett was the DNA supplier for the clone army. Yes. That's why, like, when you saw Commander Cody, it looked like Django Fett. Yeah. And that's the same. Like, you saw Boba as a kid, and he doesn't take his helmet off in the original trilogy. Yeah. But, I mean, you was, like, obviously, once you saw the, the first three movies, yeah. or episodes one through three, you're just like, well, this is what he should look like under that helmet. Yeah. If you're not, watch- if you're not watching Mandalorian, I mean, you should. It's good. There's, like, people that are solely getting into star wars because of mandalorian obviously a big draw is the child there's so yeah but there's also so, like being being a star wars fan and pretty much have watched everything yeah to the point of like watching when, everything and like reading because there's like a tons of books and stuff yeah too. when when you when you know like everything that they're calling back to or names that they drop yeah uh that you wouldn't necessarily know if you don't want like if if you don't want to watch the Clone Wars animated series, but you still want to say like I love Star Wars, like dude, watch it. It's so good. Yeah, it's not it's really just good. for kids. If you're a real fan, you need to watch it. Yeah, it, there's the Clone Wars is, is amazing. Yeah. I haven't. I did start Rebels. I think I got through one season, but I never went back to it. So like stuff that got that was talked about in this last episode, I didn't know, and I asked you, and then you told me. Mm-hmm. But I have seen uh, Clone Wars. I've actually seen it. Three times all the way through. Three times all the way through? Yeah, well, not counting season seven since that one was brand new that came out this year, which was fantastic. Yeah, it was so good. Um, oh, man, that was so good. Yeah. I wish there would have been more. But anyway, um, oh, God, yeah, season seven was so good. Uh Yeah. 
But yeah, we finally got Ahsoka and the child got a name. So it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's been really nice. But uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, excitement for the new shows and for current shows going on. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, what have you been watching? Uh, or playing or doing? Doing stuff. I've been working. And then when I'm not working, uh, I've been pouring all my time into... I finally uh, chose a PS5 game to just kind of stick to and play. Uh Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've I've been addicted to it. It's it's immense. It's big. The gameplay is fantastic, and I'm completely sucked into the world. I am so sucked into the world that I've now started rewatching The Last Kingdom on Netflix, and I literally play The Last Kingdom on my phone, and I put it like under the TV while I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Because uh, there's so much exploration to do that I like. I'll pause. The Last Kingdom. If I'm in like a cutscene, but when I'm just running around murdering other good Christians or other Vikings, I'm I'm just like listening slash watching The Last Kingdom, and yeah. it's been fantastic. I've already got forty hours into the game. That's what I was doing when I was like uh, training and Bloodborne and like level grinding. I was just listening to podcasts or watching something on my phone while it was going on. Yeah, but it's uh, it's been phenomenal and. I'm sad to say, like, I'm completely caught up on the story arcs of the Assassin's Creed games, but I haven't played any besides a long time ago. I watched uh, my best friend at the time beat the first Assassin's Creed, and then I think it was like two, three years ago, I was just like, I'm going to get into this series, and I tried playing the first game, and I couldn't do it. It was too repetitive. But, I mean, they changed all that. Like, I think towards the fourth game, uh, they changed up a little bit, I think, of the combat, and then there was a lot more like exploration and sailing. I mean, the the first game did have a lot of exploration, but it was just I think it was just too repetitive. Like the the side missions that brought you up to being able to assassinate your target was just always the same, and then uh, yeah, the the combat was you know a lot of people talk about like Assassin's Creed once you got like as cool as the the little cinematics were for the counters where you like one shot killed somebody. It just got, it, it was just too repetitive. Uh, but then they did origins and odyssey, which changed it to more of like a leveling up system that some people like, some people disliked. And, but I guess the, the combat still wasn't as fluid as some people would have liked. And now I don't, Valhalla just has, for me has done like everything right after, after playing ghost of Tsushima and then playing Valhalla, there's, so many things that I find similar. Uh, it is an Assassin's Creed game, but I feel like the, I think like the assassination part of like everything that's happened throughout the whole story is kind of taking a backseat for now. I don't know if I'm still relatively super early in the game or not, but it's, I don't know. It's been amazing. It's been phenomenal. I've, I've had so much fun playing and uh, I would very much like to continue. And what is this like your third or fourth time watching the last kingdom? Uh, so let's see. I've seen seasons because when I first started watching it, seasons one and two had already been out. I, was, I remember specifically. I think I watched. I I like walked down from like my room and you were watching The Last Kingdom. I think yeah. you were on like episode two or three or whatever. And then, well, funny funny enough, I think uh, Chelsea, your girlfriend's sister, was like visiting or hanging out or something, and we watched. I think season one end. And then just binged watch season two. And then I had to go back to watch season one. I think in preparation for season three to come out, I rewatched season one and two, then watched season three. 
then on a different occasion watched all three seasons again. Then when the fourth season was going to come out in preparation, watched all three seasons again, watched the fourth one. And now I think I'm just running. Like I'm already on season three. Uh, the first two seasons had eight episodes and then season two and four have uh, 10 each. So I'm, I'm close to like, I, I don't know. I love that show. It, yeah, it does. It so does good. no wrong for me. That's awesome. Um, I've been playing Death Stranding. How's that going? I hate you, by the way. Um, I don't know. I'm having like mixed feelings. Like I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying really, really hard to understand the story. Is it like confusing? Yeah. I mean, it, it like, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like that far into the game. So like maybe there'll be more explanation, but like, as I've been playing, I'm like trying to figure it out. I don't know. There's like <clears throat> the BB unit and then. You keep seeing like flashbacks of like Matt's Michelson's character um, with the BB unit. And then um, there's like, was it Dr. Death or whatever, who's played by um, the director? Um, shit. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. Guillermo yeah. del Toro. I was like, I knew it was del Toro, but I always, I always want to say Benicio. And Benicio's the actor. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Um, so he's played by him. And then. Uh, obviously the main character is played by Norman Reedus. Um, so yeah, I like, so far I found out that like you were the president's son, but then you just kind of like decided to like not be the president's son anymore or whatever. And then you're like afflicted by, um, the rain. Cause the rain like causes like, it's like acid rain or some shit. And it's, like, it's not even like acid. It's like aging rain. Yeah. So it's like that, yeah, like time rain or whatever. So like you've you've been afflicted by it a little bit to the point where like you can sense the hand creatures, but you can't see them. But you've met somebody who can see them at the beginning of the game. And now the the BB unit allows for better control. Most of the time I just let myself get caught because I suck at like going around them because that has to do with like, I'm always like stacking as much shit as I can. So I'm walking slow anyway. But then when I'm like having to get through this, you have to be like at any moment when one of those creatures like comes close, you have to like quickly maneuver away from it. And then it's just, it's just easier to get caught. Because if you get caught, then you're in a fight to get out of a small pool. But then if you can't get out of the small pool, then it turns into a giant pool. And then there's like a dolphin. It's like a black dolphin or a black whale. That's like that's like what's chased me so far. And then all you have to do is make it and that and then it turns into a huge it's it turns into a huge like area. It's like a crater, yeah. Yeah. And is well, it's if you get out of the if you get out of like the black water stuff, then it, everything subsides. And that's the thing. If you get caught and if you get into that, if you get out of the giant one, then all of the creatures just disappear. So then the land just goes back to normal. It only turns into a giant crater. If you get caught by the uh, animal, cause the, the very first time when you get caught, it's a small little pool and it's just a bunch of like, black like goo hands that are grabbing you and pulling you if they pull you under then it turns into the big giant pool then you have to get away from the animal if the animal catches you then it turns into a giant crater 
and like the main character keeps reviving like he doesn't die the and the only thing that's cool is like the animation because there's like the baby that's like in your throat and then you see him and then you like revive yeah and they like they do kind of do a good job of explaining or i don't know a good job but they do explain it like towards the beginning of the game the so here's my here's one of the reasons i'm gonna get, i know you've given me so much shit because i've had the game for so long i was so excited for it and i really didn't dive into it like i wanted to um it's a story the, game. Well, so like, so here's the thing. When I when I first like got it, I first got the chance to play it. I was at I was at Troy's, and I was like sleep deprived. So the beginning of the game is so much like cutscenes and talking to the point of like I'm trying to focus on it, and at the same time like I'm nodding off. So there was like a bunch of like stuff that I ended up like not listening to or not hearing. And then I was, I don't know. Yeah. You have to pay attention. Like, especially at the beginning. But, um, yeah. So I've been playing death stranding. I've kind of taken a break a little bit because I, as we talked about, I like got into the fresh Prince of Bel Air. I finished that and I, um, watched the reunion on HBO max, which I'll get back to in just a second. Okay. Okay. Um, I am currently watching Wayne, which is a um, Amazon Prime uh, TV show, and it's just like a I don't know. It's weird the way that they, that it was explained is that it it says that he's like it's like John Wayne or not John Wayne a Dirty Harry esque. It's basically it's about this kid named Wayne. He's like sixteen. They're in Boston. Um, and he's like down on his luck. His mom left. His dad's dying of cancer. And but he's basically like an Avenger in which like he won't take shit from anybody, but also won't. He hates to see be- people get- getting picked on. So he always steps up and steps in for other people, even if it has absolutely nothing to do with him. Like the opening scene is him breaking windows into this building um, and he gets the shit kicked out of him and he doesn't fight back. And then you find out later in the episode that it's because the nurse that's taking care of his dad who has cancer. Um, that was like his boyfriend, the, her ex boyfriend's place. He had cheated. So he like got revenge for her or whatever. Oh, I see. But it had nothing to do. And she never asked for it. He just did it. But, uh, the show is basically about him trying to get to Florida to get his, his dad's old car back because his dad dies and the car was always meant for him. But you said, I think, but it's like super crazy. Yeah, you talked to me, talk to me a little about it. You said like a lot of hilarity ensues from time to time though. Yeah. It's like really funny, but it's also like super just fucking weird and fucked up. Like he gets in, they end up getting into all kinds of weird ass shit, like bites off somebody's nose and, he stabs himself in the hand with a switchblade, and I don't know. It's like cool, normal sixteen-year-old shenanigans. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Um, I mean, he's like driving cross country from Boston all the way to Florida on a motorcycle. So, how else would you do it? Yeah, I don't know. This show's pretty cool. Also, I've been watching Naruto Shippuden again, and I'm on like finally. I'm like halfway through it now. I'm like on like close to episode two fifty. So uh, yeah, it's good. I mean. I, I mean, it's one of the big three for a reason. Um, As you've been getting, like, the the more you've been getting into it, have you kind of, like, understood why I was, like, 
trying to goad you to just hurry up well, and watch I, it. Again, it was it's one of the big three. Like I also didn't really watch Bleach at first, and you were like, "Watch Bleach, watch Bleach." Like you were watching well, all was, three of them yeah. at the same time. Yes, yes, but that was the one that like kind of pulled you into it. Though, yeah, right. Like, Honestly, like that's probably the one that really pulled me into anime. Like I watched, like I said, we we watched like Dragon Ball Z and like Yu Yu Hakusho like Ooh, growing up, kids, but like yeah. I never like really really watched it. Bleach was like the one that like pulled me into anime, and then now like I watch tons of. Anime. It's literally it's literally the one that pulled the for for all of us for me too and for for our little brother. Bleach was definitely the one that that spiraled us into yeah into but our anime. Yeah, Naruto was really good. The story's really good. Um, you even uh, got Maxi. Maxi can recognize <laughs> him now. Yeah. So yeah, I've been watching that. But anyway, back to uh, the Fresh Prince. So. I watched the reunion. I wanted to watch all six seasons before I watched the reunion, even though the reunion had had already been out for like a week or whatever. Quick, quick question: Does season six end like a series finale? Yes. Okay. I was. I didn't know. I didn't remember. The um, Hillary show is moving to New York, and Ashley wants to go um, to a performing arts school in New York. And like previously, Uncle Phil had said no, but uh, now that Hillary's show was uh, moving, um, Hillary and Ashley decided that they're going to get an apartment together. Carlton transfers out of community college at ULA, and he got accepted into Princeton, which was the school he originally wanted to go to, and that is in Massachusetts or Delaware. I don't know. It's in, it's in one of those states up there. So, um, so he's going to go to Princeton. So then uncle Phil and aunt Vivian decide that they're going to sell their house because there's no point in having a huge house and living in Bel Air. All their kids are going to be on the, um, East coast. So they're kind of like, we're going to sell this house and buy something else or whatever. And then will ends up uh, staying in Bel Air because he's not done with school. So he wants to finish school. So he stays there. So the series finale ends with like the house being all empty and like everyone getting on a plane to head out to the East coast and will like staying behind. So that's how it ends. I think after watching all six seasons, there was maybe three to five episodes that I had never seen. Other than that, I'd seen all of them and some of them like multiple times, like when we were growing up, but, um, the reunion was really cool. Uh, they what brought, was it? Was it like a table read? Like they've done? No, for no, no. It wasn't episodes? like a, no. It was just all of them getting back together and reminiscing and and watching old clips and talking about like stuff that happened behind the scenes and stuff like that. Oh, so it wasn't like them in character then? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. It was just uh, really cool to see, um, ev- to see like everybody back there. I mean, obviously, at first it was Will Smith and then. Um, Carlton and uh, Ashley, Hillary, the new Aunt Vivian, and Jeffrey. I was going to say, did they bring back both Aunt Vivs or just the one? So they did bring back the old Aunt Vivian, the original, the OG Aunt Vivian. Do you know why she got off the show? Yes. So that was like the whole thing that there was this huge controversy that I didn't know about. um, Because Aunt Vivian gets replaced in season four. Um so what had happened was they wrote in to the show that Anne Vivian gets pregnant because the actress that was playing uh, the original Vivian actually got pregnant. So they wrote it into the show so that they could explain it. 
And then she explained that she was in an abusive relationship that she didn't really talk about to anybody on the show. And then when it came time uh, to give birth and do all that, I guess the people on the show told her that she was going to work like two months and three weeks or something for the show. And then, but, and that she wasn't allowed to work on anything else. And she was like, well, that's like unacceptable. Like that's, I'm not going to make that much money. You guys are going to like cut my income in half if I'm only able to do, you know, a certain amount of shows. Like she wasn't going to be in like every single episode because having a new baby and stuff. So, um, but they weren't going to let her like do a commercial or some other shit for somebody else. And that was going to be like written into her contract. And so she said that was unacceptable. So then they told her that they were going to replace her and, she just that was it that was the end of it but then I guess because of her being like in a not good relationship and all that stuff she was kind of not she was not in the best emotional state while on set so I guess um Will Smith had talked to people and and had said that she was difficult to work with because by by the Will Smith was already big. He was a rapper before the show started. And that's kind of how he got it. The show, but it was like, he wasn't an actor. He was like, I'm a rapper, not an actor. Yeah. But then he got the show. Um, so he, I mean, he was the star. And then, um, later on he ended up, you know, becoming like an executive producer and stuff like that on the show. So he had more responsibility on the show and stuff. So she, when they actually sit down, Will and uh, the other, um, the actress that played the original Aunt Vivian, and I guess they had said they hadn't seen each other in like 27 years. So they sat and there was the first time that they were talking and she said that like for the longest time, they both had beef with each other because Will Smith had said some unkind things about her. She had said some unkind things about Will. And then she explained, she was like, you know, I was in a really bad place at the time and blah, blah, blah. But when you said that I was difficult to work with, she was like, you basically put the kiss of death on me because number one, I'm black and there isn't that many black parts in Hollywood to begin with. But number two, yeah, yeah, she's like, but number two, I'm also, she was like, I'm also like a dark skinned black woman. And now you said I'm a difficult dark skinned black woman to work with. So she was like, it was really hard for me to get any work whatsoever. So she yeah, being a big name, like Will Smith will probably definitely do that. Right. Too. So she harbored ill will toward him because obviously he blew up and became a huge movie star. Um, so they, they hashed it out though. They hashed it out and she was just like, you know, um, obviously you guys didn't know what was going on my, in my life. Cause I didn't really tell anybody. And then you guys didn't know about that because when it came out, I guess it, it had said that she was fired, but technically she quit. She refused to take the shitty contract that they were offering her and she quit the show. And that's why they had to replace her. And what was cool was at first it was just them two that met. And then will said, I'd like to bring her out to join us if you guys are cool with that. And everyone was like, yes. And then the new aunt Vivian was like, I've never even met her. So they met for the first time. Um, so it was like a 30 year reunion for the show. So it was really cool. Um, 
and they did like a little homage and like played um some like video clips of like the best stuff of Uncle Phil because um James the guy who played Uncle Phil passed away in 2013 so he was like the only was one Was it that, that long ago? Yeah. I didn't know it was that long ago cuz didn't they 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 always did like a like a brunch or something right like every year they would get together I don't know if I don't know if they I don't know if they did that per se. I feel se. like I re- I feel like I remember seeing like like Uncle Phil and like Will and all of them getting together to do stuff. I thought they would try and get together. Maybe. The last time that I saw him was in Grey's Anatomy. Uh Uncle Phil plays um a a part in Grey's and it's like I mean again, this would have been like back then so maybe 2012 2013. He has a part, but yeah, he passed away in 2013. Um what was also really cool but I was just like, "Whoa." Was they brought Nikki? Oh, they back did. To, yeah, and he's—I mean, I think he's Buckwheat. like two years older than me, so he's like thirty-one or thirty-two. But yeah, seeing him growing up, I was like, "What the hell?" Like, dude, that he was like a super cute kid, but he did—he did, he did <laughs> he not did age not well. age well. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I was, was just it? like, "What the hell?" Did they do? Was uh, they did the Carlton dance? Of course, yeah, of course. They all sang the the when, theme song. When did song the Little again. Rascals come out? Was that a during the same time yeah. of the Fresh yeah. Prince? Okay. Yeah. I, that had, that had been like 95, 96 when uh when he was when the actor was playing uh oh, yeah. Nikki on the show. But yeah, the reunion was awesome. Um they like all cried several times um especially like during the Uncle Phil stuff and they were talking about about him and about how like he was the heart and soul of the show. Did they bring jazz? Oh yeah, Jazz was there too. Yes, yes, Jazz was there, and they like told all these little things about how about things that you didn't know. He was like, um, uh, at first he was getting thrown out of the thing like more often, but then uh, he was like, it started to get kind of like painful, even though he was like landing on a mat. Obviously, oh, they, oh, he was talking about legitimately getting yeah. thrown out. So then he was like. Uh, he was like, one day we recorded it like 20, uh, no, I think he said like 100 times. And then from then on, uh, he was like, once they found one they liked, he was like, if I was going to, he was like, if it was, uh, if I knew that I was going to go over there and I was going to get thrown out, I was always wearing the same shirt because they'd already had a pre-recorded of me getting thrown out. So if he was wearing that shirt, that meant he was getting thrown out in that episode. <laughs> That's so, pretty funny. So if if he ever showed up and he was wearing a different type of outfit, he wasn't going to get thrown out because they weren't filming any more scenes of him getting thrown out. Uh, but yeah, Jazz was there, so it was really cool. And Jazz talks about how, because um, he's DJ Jazzy Jeff, and uh, he was um, Will Smith, or at the time he went, he did go as the Fresh Prince, the Fresh Prince, and Jazzy, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. And he talks about how um, Will was just like, yo, I got a TV show. And he was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, we, we, we're doing this thing together. So uh, that's how he got, he pulled jazz on. They they talked about the episode with uh, Don Cheadle, which is like in season one. There's like huge names on that show when they're even doing like cameos and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, because Don Cheadle was probably he- hella young. Yeah, and super young when he did that. I mean, one this too. is thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, he was in the in the season one, like episode four. Yeah, because you said that's that's his friend that he brings from home, from right? Philly, yeah, oh, from Philly at the yeah. museum. His friend Ice Tray. 
<laughs> and he he brings him a Philly cheese steak sandwich from Philly. Yeah, and then Will talks about you know us from Philly because you can see you it, can almost see, see the sandwich in the bag. Yeah, with all the so grease. greasy. Yeah, yeah. Them the those 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 are the good ones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the reunion was awesome. If I, if you haven't seen, it, you should watch it. It's really good. Right, I, I think to... it was like it was like a little over an hour. So, oh, also well, yeah, so it, was, right. it was like a a good long um thing. It was really cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, who looked? Uh, I feel like this sounds mean to say. Who looked the oldest? Like, cause I mean, even, oh man, like, even Will Smith at this point, like, still looks good for his age. But like, uh, what was it? The movie he recently made, Gemini, where they like clone him. Gemini Man. Yeah, Gemini Man, where they like clone him, so they have a younger version of himself yeah. coming after him. Like, you could definitely tell. Like, all right, well, Will Smith is getting up in the, yeah. in the years. Well, what's cool is that like the last season was like in 1996. And Bad Boys was 1995, so like he had already done Bad Boys, and they actually do a little funny thing because Nikki comes in in a huff, and then he's like, uh, like Will's like, "What's wrong, little man?" And he's like, "He's like, uh, he's like, mom and dad won't let me watch Bad Boys." And oh then, yeah, like, I saw Will that. like, like, kind of like looks at the camera, so it's like really funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of fucked up. I guess the two people that look the worst. To me, only Besides, because I literally just watched it was Aunt Vivian and Hillary. How old is Hillary now? Ah, oh, shit. I mean, shh, I think she's older than Will. And okay. Will's got, I think he's like 51 or 52. So I think she's like 54 or 55. But like, I mean, shit. Hillary was a fucking dime piece. Yeah. Like, I, and it's watching even, that show, I was I'm, like, God I'm damn, even, she's so hot. It's not even so much to be rude. I'm just wondering if, like, the, I mean, some some people age really well. Some people yeah. don't. It's, I, just, I mean, just Hillary, like, like she yeah. still looks good. Just, okay, like, yeah. compared to, like, literally the minute I finished se- the last episode of season six, I immediately threw on the reunion. Right. So it was, like, literally seeing her when she's, like, 25 to seeing her when she's, like, 54 or whatever. I was just like, holy shit. Like, but like Ashley looked pretty much almost the same. Really? And even Ashley, I think she's like 40 or 41 now. Or maybe even a little bit older. But like she she looked really good. Um, I mean, Jeffrey like really grayed out. Well, he was already pretty old in the show. I feel like he, yeah. like he could definitely tell he was getting. Not that he was like necessarily like, I mean, like yeah. hair wise. Like he already had like, I think even gray hair in the show. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I I would probably say Jeffrey was probably in his late sixties, if not early seventies, probably in the reunion or yeah. in the show. Okay. In the reunion, okay. not in the show, Jackass. Oh, He'd be like a hundred. Hey, first of all, plenty of old actors that still kill it. What was it? Uh, in Blue Bloods, you got what's his face still playing the police. Tom Selleck. Yeah, and Tom yeah. Selleck's dad too. Actually, isn't Tom Selleck's dad younger than him in real no, life? No, I think Tom Selleck's dad is actually only one or two years older than Tom Selleck. Oh. I think Tom Selleck's like seventy one or two and the actor who plays henry his father is like 75 i wonder who's the oldest actor right now i feel like harrison ford is up there well harrison ford's like also in his 70s no it would have to like clint eastwood clint when's the last time he did something though he just did a movie in like 2019 he did the 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 mule Remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There was like the movie about him being like a drug mule or whatever. He's like in his like freaking mid 80s. I always, whenever I think of like him acting now, I immediately just think of Gran Torino and how amazing that movie is. Yeah. And how racist it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie too. That's a, like, that's one of the ones I feel like you don't really get to see often because like a lot of the racism that you got to see was like with like Asians, which almost never gets 
like used ever. So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that only was, like old Vietnam movies and stuff like yeah. that. I, I don't know. It was a great movie. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's what. So yeah, if you if you guys haven't seen the Fresh Prince reunion, and if you were a fan of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you grew up in the '90s like we did, you should watch it. It's awesome. Totally worth it. And I just go back and rewatch the whole show like I did because it's awesome. Yeah, so funny. Oh, I what was it? <laughs> they hit some really good points I too. I can't stop quoting Will Smith's horrible but hilarious pickup line. Yes. Yo, what's up, baby? Write your number down for I don't want it no more. But like huge people, like as like I said, Don Cheadle, Tyra Banks is in it. Yeah, um, Tyra. Oh man, that was, Tyra Banks. That yeah. was one of them too. Cause like seeing her, like I like the way her personality is on TV now, and then seeing her in that episode, like just playing like one of his old flames and how they yeah. act. It's hilarious. It's yeah. awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. I'm getting the last word. Oh no, you're not. Oh yes, I am. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. So okay, yeah. So that's what you. Uh, that was. Yes. I think that's the longest we've ever gone with what we've been playing, watching, or doing. Yeah, I had a lot to say. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, beyond that, uh, again, to reiterate, it's December. <laughs> Christmas so, time. Ah, uh, Christmas time. So I thought we'd uh, we'd talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some some Christmas stuff, some Christmas movies. And uh, I'm sure everyone, like at this point, if, if you do celebrate Christmas or, or you get into the holiday spirit, because they, they make, there's so many different holiday movies, especially with the fact Hallmark like, holiday movies. Yeah, you you've got Christmas, and then legitimately seven days later, it's N- New Year's. Right. So, uh, what is it? Uh, I feel like every family has like their specific Christmas movies. Like mm-hmm. you have some that are you know cult classics that everyone loves. Like oh, this is something that you definitely got to watch for Christmas. I mean, you've always got new ones coming out. But uh, uh, I I thought me and Junior could talk to you about some of. Some of our family Christmas movies, or at the very least, some that me and him always make sure that we watch. Yeah, I was gonna say every December. Yeah, I would say some of them are like our tradition. Yeah, not necessarily our parents. But I, if if I remember correctly, I want to say that for sure there's three. There's three that for sure that we always watch every December. Uh, Sometimes they get watched a little bit earlier. Like I. I mean, or I, I guess second. Well, okay, never mind. I'll I'll say four then. But yeah, sometimes they do get watched a little earlier because they're great movies. Yeah, but. Uh, so I would say first one usually in the order we watch Home Alone. Home Alone, yes. Home Alone, Home Alone is usually sure. the first one. And again, and one it, of the, one of the usually, cult classics. Yeah. yeah, and that one usually happens in November. It usually happens usually on Thanksgiving or just a few days after. But we haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So now we could watch it, and it's in December. Yeah. Home I, Alone I always, for I, sure. One of the, one of the best things I remember about that movie mm. is that. <laughs> dad which isn't really like so we would get in trouble sometimes and you know what whatever our punishment would end up being like afterward if we still kept misbehaving dad would essentially quote the movie and be like are you thirsty for more yeah because there's that one part where where kevin uh macaulay culkin uh asked the 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 wet bandits the wet bandits yeah <laughs> you give up or you're thirsty for more so yeah dad used to say that to us all the time but you know, we were not thirsty for more because no, yeah, we were we not were, we, like ass whippings. <laughs> we had had enough. Uh, I would probably uh, it would be a like a I want to say a financial nightmare, but I I wish that there was just a place where you could go and set up traps and then watch somebody else go in and set them off. 
I mean, we can at least go see the house because that was filmed like near here in Chicago. Yeah. So we could go by the house. I've never been by the house, but it'd be kind of cool to go drive by and be like, oh shit, this is the the Home Alone house. What was it? Uh, and the, uh, Home Alone 2 is also during Christmas time, right? Yeah, it's in New York. And then Home Alone I, lost in New York. Lost in New York. What was it? John Mulaney makes a hilarious yes. joke yes. where he talks about how are you lost in New York? Like all the streets are numbered. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But what, uh, you want to get to 17th Street? That's five up and three left, you simple bitch. Whatever the fuck he yeah. says. Uh, but yeah, uh, I definitely like the original better than, uh, than yeah, the second too. one. I know. Uh, there's there's so many people that say that the Lost in New York one is better. And I'm Ooh. like, who? Joe Santagato's one. What? Yeah. Oh my I mean, he's gosh. a New Yorker, but like a lot of people are like, It doesn't matter. The New, York, the New York one is better. I'm like, bullshit, the original is better. No. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said that. You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm really going to uh, shout, shout out to our cousin Omar, or as we call him growing up, Chonkies, and I'm really about to <laughs> about to call him out right here. Uh, one of the things I remember about him, um, so when uh, when we used to watch him a lot, obviously when we were ki- kids in the 90s or whatever, is uh, big time during... Uh, you know, like Blockbuster or Video Villa or just people going out and renting uh, VHSs. And so what he did was he rented Home Alone for, you know, however much, was two or three bucks back then. Yeah. And then he set up another VCR. And I don't remember if it actually worked or not, but he set it up to the point where he put a blank VHS tape in the secondary VCR and then tried recording what the TV was playing, which was Home Alone, yeah. just so he could have the movie without having to like actually buy it. And I, I have a vivid memory of just like, what, what are you doing? He's like, oh yeah, I'm trying to record the movie. <laughs> he was a he was yeah. a pirate. Yeah, pi- pi- pirating movies. Uh, which is funny because I feel like that was an issue when like DVDs and stuff came out. Yeah. And no, Chucky's was an entrepreneur. He was <laughs> he was a thinker. He's like, no, 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 I I got you covered, bro. You I could do a- that too. You would pop pop a, a VHS into the TV, and then you'd hit record when the movie was on. And then if it was on TV and they played a commercial, you'd hit stop or pause. That's and that's then a waited. little that's a little different though. He went and got yeah. the movie, yeah. and then had a second VHS. Yeah. Uh, VCR to do it. It was, I don't know. It was ingenuity at its finest. Yes. I, I love him for it. So Home Alone <laughs> is one. Um, and then our, probably our favorite one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Yes. Uh, not that I didn't like the Benedict Cumberbatch, the newer one, but yeah, Jim Jim Carrey killed it. And Anthony Hopkins narrated that yes. one. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, Every every year is never a disappointment. I still quote it. Like that's honestly a movie where that's like one of the best. Yeah, all these Christmas movies are like the best quotable ones. I've made random friends of like walking through whether it be like a bar or a party or whatever, and like it's you know during the holidays and someone will quote the Grinch like the Jim Carrey one and I'll finish it and they'll be like, "Oh my god, you love it!" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll sit here and quote that movie for." <laughs> the rest of the time we're in here i don't even drink anymore just give me some water so like my throat doesn't get too dry and i'll sit here and talk about that movie yeah but like that's one that like mom and dad are like not like that keen on it's just like hey we're watching the grinch and that's what we're doing because the grinch is awesome um there's like and because there's like also all these like adult jokes in it and stuff like that including where when the the grinch shows up on the doorstep the the moms that he grows up with are having a 
key party. Yeah, they a are swingers having, party. Having a key party. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, when it first came out, because I think that movie came out in two thousand. So like, like now, just think about it. Like, the movie's fucking twenty years old. But um, I didn't like think about it back then. But like, I mean, in the last like maybe. 10 years watching them be like, Jesus Christ, there's a scene where they're having like this fucking key party. Yeah. Oh man. So funny. And then, uh, I don't know. Cindy Lou who g- grew up. Yeah. Martha Mayhew. Martha Mayhew. Martha Mayhew. Martha Mayhew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Fantastic. That scene where she puts up all the Christmas lights <laughs> with the gun. So hot. <laughs> she uh, blows right into the cannon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, great movie. Great, great movie. I love The Grinch. Also, uh, not something I realized till way later. Uh, he says "bitchin" in the yes. movie. Yes, he does. Yeah, uh, when he's like, I think that's towards the end of the movie when he's like, tries like skiing behind uh, Cindy after he saves her, and they're going yeah, yeah, back yeah. to town with. Uh, he the ends, it ends up riding it like a snowboard. No, they're like skis. I feel like or something. Or he's just on his feet. I don't know. But yeah, he says bitching. And I yes. was like, I didn't hear it originally. And then I was just like, they really? Because I, I want to say the movie was rated like G or something. That's yeah, probably rated PG. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's another one. And then, uh, so the third one I would say is uh, is Just Friends. Yeah, I love Just Friends. Yes. That's a great movie. Yes. That Ryan, a great movie. Ryan Reynolds. And Amy Smart. I, I would definitely have to say, I feel like if there was a competition between who my favorite actors are, it's definitely Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington. And, and now I, that I think about it, Keanu Reeves too, because <laughs> they can do no wrong for me. I think, and I think that one's like 2001. So like, that's also like 19 years old. I mean, uh, we're talking Home Alone's like 94, 95 probably. So that movie is also super old. But I don't know. Aunt, Anna Faris, uh, and then... I can't. I I don't ever remember the, the names of the of the actors of the other two characters or the main character like Dusty Lee. I just know him as uh, he was in the original American Pie. Yeah, and then uh, the other girl, what I remember her vividly from because I really like the movie is uh, the Butterfly Effect. I, I with just said Ashton Amy Kutcher. Smart. Her name's Amy oh Smart. Amy Smart. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's in Road in Trip. Actor. Yeah, she is in. Yes. Is it Road Trip or Euro Trip? No, it's no, road no, no, it's Road Trip. Yeah, the yeah, original yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. When Jamie smiles, <laughs> it takes me my dude. I, oh my god, I I love Who's Janice, some nurse with really big boobs. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna miss him. The the You'll best. always be fat to me. <laughs> he yeah, and uh, his yeah, the Cr- younger brother, Chris, Chris Brander, Ryan Reynolds' characters. Yeah, younger brother's hilarious too. Yeah, um, I can do that. Yeah, they're 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 sibling rivalry that carries yes. into like. However old Ryan Reynolds' character is supposed to be, he's like he's an adult, like in L.A. Yeah. What is he? I think he's a like he's a like publicist a, he's or a, producer he's a, or something. He's a music producer. And he comes home and he's fighting with his 18-year-old brother like yeah. they're kids. Charles! Charles! Hello, Joyce! <laughs> the mom? Yeah. yeah. She's crazy. The mom was an airplane. She was the, the stewardess in the movie Airplane. Surely, you must be joking. I never choke. And don't, don't call, call me Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, so, That's and then the movie. the final Christmas movie is, of course, Die Hard. Yes. For those of you that don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, you're just you're wrong. wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're, you're just wrong. wrong. <laughs> There's no, it is a Christmas movie. It happens on Christmas. There's no debating it. <laughs> Nakatomi Tower during Christmas time. 
Yo, I love that they did that episode in Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. where Peralta gets to go to Nakatomi Town. Uh, that, yeah. That one is... It, it's like... I really feel like there's no disputing it. There's even the scene where he sends down the that the, like the side antagonist brother and Tony he, Versky. Yeah, and he wrote on his like shirt or chest and we're like, ho ho ho, now I've got a machine gun too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, ho ho ho. There's a Christmas rap at the beginning by Run DMC when he's riding in the limo. Uh yeah. There's Christmas, there. I mean, he's at a Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole reason he goes. Hey, come on down, have some laughs. <laughs> hey, come down to the coast, have some laughs. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you haven't seen Die Hard, it's Bruce Willis plays and that's Detective the one, John McClane. That's the one that apparently like shot up his career. That too. was his first movie, I believe. Yeah. He was in like I think they said like a TV show. Yep. And like a lot of people. Didn't believe that it's, he was going to be yeah. able to do well. What well, if, they were trying to they were trying to make the movie for as cheap as they could. So then they were like, "Well, let's pull up a TV actor." So they gave Bruce Willis a try, and yeah, that's what basically started his career. I'm not the one that just got butt fucked on national TV. Oh, <laughs> the movie's awesome, uh, and obviously the movie that sprouted the the whole phrase "yippee kaye," motherfucker. Uh, and then Alan Rickman, yes, uh, R.I.P. to him. Uh, yeah, he Hans plays a Gruber. Villain. Hans Gruber, great villain. Yeah, uh, fun, fun little film fact. Uh, the fear in his eyes uh, towards the end of the movie. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, yeah, uh, he falls off the building, and obviously it's like a stunt, and you know there's parts of the green screens, but there is like a good distance that he falls like onto like a mat, and I guess when they were gonna drop him, they were counting. But w- before they got to three, where, you know, most people usually tend to get ready, at two, they they dropped him. So the fear you see in his face, it's it's all real. Like, it's not... Yeah. Which, I don't know if that's like... You know, it, it's not... I, I don't think, like, the director was like, I don't trust his acting or anything. I think they just said, like, we wanted something that... Looks you know, more real. Yeah. Oh, uh, like kind of funny and like you should do stuff like that like i feel like that's totally fine that's a great slow-mo scene too yeah uh that they also do kind of like the same stuff with uh i know if you ever go uh, like parachuting or or anything like they they always jump at two because at three people will like stick their arms out or panic or whatever so they they'll go like want and then just jump but i also feel like if you start doing that too much people will catch on to that too yeah but yes, uh, that is also a great movie. I if correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I, I believe that the second one also takes place during Christmas time. I and know that's it's the one at def- the airport. It's a hundred percent yeah, snowing. It, yeah, it might also be. It might also be during Christmas time. I think she's the wife is flying home for Christmas. Um, yes, and then she gets like stuck up in the air. Yeah, um, yeah. The some terrorists like hijack the airport or whatever. But yes, uh, those are great. So here's something that I'm going to say. And I, and I think that you probably, that, that we probably share this in common. So just like you we were saying, a lot of different families have a lot of different like Christmas traditions, especially when it comes to like movies and stuff. Um, I don't really think I've seen like any of like the claymation ones, like any of like the Rudolph or the Heat Miser Frosty and the, the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman, any of that. But like... Those are like, man, whatever. They're like, they were made like back in the 60s. But the one that some people might get upset about is that I've never seen 
a Christmas story. So I the, I think the first time I saw a Christmas story, like really from start to finish, not just randomly like checking it out on TV when it was on, uh, was uh, I, th- I think when I was like 18 and like with my girlfriend at the time, that was like one of the movies that like her family would watch. There was that one. And then there was one that was like it, it was like an old timey musical. That I I can't the name escapes me of what it was White I think, Christmas yes yes yeah she watched that one too that was one of uh, their family's uh, movies but yeah I mean it was good I think a a big issue with a lot of older movies is and like you said with those claymation ones like I remember them constantly being on yeah you know, they're ABC, always, yeah. ABC Family like on TV I mean they're gonna be on this year again like yeah. they're always on but like with with kind of like the downfall of uh, like you know TV and not many people wanting to pay for cable. And stuff like that that I, f- I feel like as like you get more and more like new kids and generations and stuff that n- no one's watching them like unless you have it like on DVD or your know, VHS or whatever or you know to go look for it because it was part of your tradition to watch those movies growing up like they're gonna kind of die out because no one's you know no one's watching TV and like I said they're they're always making new new Christmas stuff so uh one of the ones that i'm definitely usually okay with watching but i would again wouldn't say it's necessarily one of ours uh uh tim allen with uh the santa claus oh i love the santa claus yeah, that's that's a really good one too the, Does the this sequel's look like not, a little yeah. weight to the you the sequel's not as much they're still good but the the original is like one of my favorites yeah um that one was really good uh, do you have any other ones you feel like you know? Like, did you have any friends like around the time that you feel like this was something that they always watched? Or? Like, like the Christmas story is like a big one. That's like one of the ones where like people are like, uh, oh, um, you know, they're I'm watching a Christmas story or whatever, and like that's one was like I've never seen it. Like, I know a lot of the references, the the rifle, the the leg lamp, um, him getting the little pink bunny costume, and like, um, him getting his tongue stuck to the pole. Like, I know stuff, and I've seen some scenes, but I've never seen the movie all the way through. Um, another one that, like, we watched, like, kind of when we were younger, and then I just kind of, like, recently rediscovered, uh, like, I think, like, two years ago when I, like, rewatched it. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and put Sinbad. My, put my wife's cookies down. <laughs> oh, man, that movie's I love that awesome. Movie. Turbo Man. Uh, you can have it. My dad's Turbo Man, or whatever the kid yeah. says at the end. Yeah, that movie's that movie's hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I only I think I only watched it like the one time with you. Maybe again something that like might have been on TV when I was younger, and yeah. maybe watched like either like on a well, like, that, again, that's like a movie that came out in the nineties. So you know, one that you and I know for a fact that you and I really love, but again, doesn't really fall into like our jurisdiction of like must watch. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Actually, well, that's a must watch for me. I watch oh, it every year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I love that movie. It's a yeah, great movie. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Biel. I really like. Yeah, I love that that movie. That movie's is one of my favorites. It's, yeah, definitely hilarious. Uh, Elf is a really big movie for a lot of people out there. Yeah, and one of it's I mean, not that big for me. I don't know. That I wouldn't was, say it's like yeah, not that big for me. I love that. Uh, what's her Jessica Day from New Girl yeah. is in it too. I can't think of her name. Uh, right Zoe now. Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was at the time where I felt like uh, Will Ferrell was playing the same character in like every movie, and I was just like, oh, I just like when I first saw it, I was like, yes, this movie's really funny and whatever. But then afterward, I don't know. I just I like. I like lost interest and then I, you know, I fell back in love with Will Ferrell. 
He's great, but yeah. At the time, I was just like, nah, I, he's always the same guy in every movie. And I can't really... Annoying. Well, so like, Elf was in 2003, and mm. I can't really think of anything that he was in like prior to that. Like, I don't I'm, I don't necessarily know if that was I don't, his first movie or not, because like no. most, of, most of the stuff that I... Night at the Roxbury. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he was on SNL. But that's a lot of stuff then, that like we uh, weren't watching when we were kids. Like, I Anchorman. Feel like Elf, Elf was probably like our introduction to I don't know him. when... I mean, Anchorman's also early 2000s. I don't know if it's after Elf or like a year before Elf, but like Anchorman and stuff like that. Well, 2003, what? You were like 10? No. no. I was born in 91. I was oh, like yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was like in the sixth grade. Yeah, those are a lot of, like, I'm trying to think. Oh, another one that I really liked growing up, uh, and I've, we've talked about it before when we were talking about uh, all the, the horror movies, because there's the Jack Frost horror movie, but there was also the oh, yeah. the family one with uh, yes. Michael Keaton. Jack Frost. Yeah. yeah, that's a good movie. That one was really good. Um I feel like what was it like every year? I'm pretty sure ABC Family always had a new one too, because they did what they did like 13 nights of Halloween, and then they also did like the 25 days of Christmas. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like I said, like Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel, like now Netflix has gotten into like doing like all these different holiday ones. Like Vanessa Hudgens is like strictly holiday movies now. Yeah, what was I think they just recently made like a holiday movie with uh, I can't think. She's the killer in Scream Four. Um, Emma Stone? No, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Yeah, that's Emma. It. Yeah, she's in a holiday movie. And yeah, that I think one. it's called The Holiday. Yes. Yeah, that one. That one just came out. What was it? Uh, I actually just recently watched a. What was it? The the Mila Kunis movies, uh, like Bad Moms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah the sequel was Bad Moms Christmas. Yeah. And her mom, I'm pretty sure, is Martha May Huvier. Oh okay. Yeah. So I watched I watched that one. That one was pretty funny. Yeah, it's Christmas. Christmas is a, is a special Christmas time. is upon us. Is, is upon us. Winter is coming. Yes, as they uh, say in Game of Thrones. Uh, but yeah, those are those were our Christmas movies growing up, and then uh, a couple of others we threw at you guys. Uh, if you don't agree with our Christmas movies, no. Well, mainly if you don't agree with Die Hard, <laughs> we'll, stop we'll, listening to our podcast. <laughs> don't ever listen to us again. We're gonna have words. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, tell us about your Christmas movies or any Christmas movies we didn't mention that should definitely be on our list. Maybe we can we can add them to our tradition. Uh, tell us about some of your guys' Christmas traditions. I know, I think specifically one of ours is just Mom Makes Tamales. Yes. That way we have something to unwrap on. Oh, uh, <laughs> <to start> burn. <laughs> on ourselves. Got just us. kidding. No, uh, uh, but oh, one thing I definitely... Wish we did. I wish we baked Christmas cookies. Like I, I've known families like growing up that like go wild for that shit. Yeah, I, w- we, I wish. We, we, we're we're trying to start that with the with the kids. Yeah, but you guys bake like one batch. Like I'm talking about. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. Knew, what the hell do you want? Like t- fucking dude. I'm cookies? telling you, I've had friends yeah, that like I they know. get together yes. and they bake, bake cookies. Like, yes, twelve different kinds of cookies, it's and insane. they give them out. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, we just bake them for ourselves so we can. Yeah, them. yeah. I'm not giving them out. <laughs> but, but yeah. Anyways, my uh, cookies. Put my cookies, cookies down. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, if, if if you guys have any uh, tr- Christmas traditions, Christmas movies that you guys want to talk about, uh, let us know. Talk to us. We love to hear from you guys. Uh, shout out to uh, Jameezy. Uh, he reached 3, out to 000. me. Yeah, Jameezy two thousand. He reached out to me on uh, the last episode we did the game show. Uh, loved hearing from you, man. Uh, 
uh, just you know, keep listening. Uh, thanks for being a listener, follower, uh, and uh, share share a podcast. People share it. Yeah, yeah. share it for Christmas. Share people want to know about this. Yeah, that'll be that'll be our gift to you is our is our podcast every Thursday. <laughs> uh, your gift to us can just just be sharing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as always, if uh, if you wanna if you wanna talk to me, you can always at me on Twitter at at Bandito Tito ninety three, which apparently I haven't been saying. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, DM me or just at me. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. You guys can uh, send me a DM at nerdy.bros.inc on Instagram or uh, my other um, Instagram pops.maniac. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. All right, guys, uh, enjoy your start of December. All right, see ya. Bye.